Hey, welcome to the Original Brew Collective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. My name is Ben. And I'm Robert. And on this episode, we are drinking another beer. And this beer that we're drinking is actually a collaboration between two breweries. Um, one that we really, really like that we've had on here before, Other Half Brewing, which is from Brooklyn, New York. And then in collaboration with Bissell Brothers Brewing, and they're located in Portland, Maine. So we're really excited about this one. And Robert, would you tell us more about the beer that we're drinking? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're drinking cream is what it's called. Mm -hmm. So I have high expectations for the mouthfeel on yeah, this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, this one is called Cream. Like I said, it's an oat cream IPA coming at 6.8 ABV. Um, for those who are not watching on YouTube right now, but are just listening on whatever streaming service, um, just to give you a brief description of the can, um, it almost looks like a checkered picnic blanket a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, um, that's definitely. probably the closest thing I could use to describe it um, with little sandwiches all over it. And it looks to be like they're like lobster, like Maine lobster okay. sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about this. Uh, this is one of the only, they've done a few, more than one collab with uh, Other Half and more than one collab with Bissell Brothers. This one was brewed and canned by Other Half, um, just to be clear. Um, this is actually our first of anything from Bissell Brothers. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely heard of them. I know there's a lot of hype behind them. Um, actually recently after getting this beer in a trade, I was walking through the airport and I saw in a, I think it was in, it was in Austin, Texas, and I saw a guy with a Bissell Brothers shirt. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I didn't really say anything. I'd be kind of weird. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you like, follow whatever. my page. Yeah, follow <laughs> my page, man. Yeah. I'd be like, whatever, loser. <laughs> that's You're not wearing a Brewery shirt. I don't think I was wearing a Brewery you shirt. You might have been. I might, I, you know, knowing me, I might have been. Yeah. yeah. Actually, speaking of Brewery shirts, yeah. Ben and I are both wearing Brewery shirts. Oh, yeah. Neither, neither are of them are other half and neither of them are Bissell Brothers. I still really like these shirts though. But these are great shirts and actually, I was gonna say great brewing companies, we'll see about one of them. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> it's up in the air, but I'll explain that in a second. So Ben, uh, ben is wearing- This one's, Robert and his wife got this for me for my birthday, but it's one of like our collective favorite breweries yep. ever. And it's Bear Bottle, which is in San Francisco. Yeah, much loved Bear Bottle, really cool uh, people there. We've talked about them quite Yeah, a bit. we have. They're we great. just like them a yeah. lot. Mm -hmm. um, give them a follow. Um, do you know, is it just Bear Bottle? I think it is. Yeah, it's just at Bear Bottle. If you search on like Instagram and search at Bear Bottle, they'll pop right up. Mm -hmm. um, they're definitely worth giving a follow. Um, they're inc incredible beers coming out of there. Um, in fact, uh, they've done some really good stouts lately. Oh my gosh. Really good. I can't let's, believe Let's this. not get too into it. Okay. Let's not bring yeah. it carried away. We can talk <laughs> about them for a while. Yeah. Um, the shirt I'm wearing, if you're not watching, um, is Slice Brewing Co. or Slice Beer Co actually and so they're not even opened yet and high so expectations. very high expectations for them but they're not even opened yet and so we have actually kind of discussed this before uh, a couple months back at least that moonraker's head brewer was parting ways mm -hmm. and like not because of like an issue or anything just because uh he wanted to pursue a different you know he wanted, he wanted, to, he wanted to, he, yeah he wanted something different he wanted to uh I mean, it's not like I had a personal conversation with him, but from what I gather, yeah. he uh, kind of wanted to take the next step in his career. Mm -hmm. And so he is the co-owner of Slice Beer Co., which is opening up in Lincoln, California. Um, I talked briefly to one of the co-owners, um, and he said that they're slated for a poten potential mid-September opening. Um, it's still a little... So pretty soon. Yeah, pretty, pretty very soon. Yeah. Um, it's still not set in stone yet um because you know the, you know all the i don't know laws and stuff 
and, mm-hmm. and licensing and everything. But we're very excited about them because if you're familiar with Moonraker, absolute incredible beers come out of there. Yeah, They're definitely. killing the, the IPA game. Mm-hmm. So I have really high hopes for Slice. Yeah. Yeah. So they do have an Instagram. Go give them a follow as well. I believe it's just, if you search, once again, if you search Slice Beer, Slice Beer Co., they should pop right up. Nice. Um, but yeah, a lot of uh, hype behind them already. Mm-hmm. There's been a few articles. I think uh, the big Sacramento newspaper did an article about it and stuff just in anticipation. So give, nice. give both Slice Beer Co. and Beer Bottle a follow. Yeah, for please. sure. But back to this beer. <laughs> <laughs> and much love. If you've listened to us before, you know how much we love Other Half. We love Other Half. Yeah. They're putting out some incredible beers. Um, so yeah, uh, without further ado, once again, we're drinking Cream, which is an oat cream IPA coming at 6.8 ABV. I'm going to crack this one open. Do it. Yeah. I like the other halves. They do it a lot with their cans where the can art doesn't reach, I think I said this last time, but it doesn't reach all the way around. So you like see the condensation from the beer because we just pulled this out of the fridge and it just makes my mouth water because yeah, (laughs) I wonder if they do that on purpose. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just weird. A little bit of belt, probably. <laughs> mm, this one looks good. That head. Yeah, definitely. I mean, solid head retention on it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I wasn't supposed to smell it. I'm sorry. I got, <laughs> I got okay, too dude. excited. Normally, Ben and I will observe the beer first, the appearance. So you have a little sneak peek. <laughs> yeah, it's it happens. Yeah, my apologies. Um, so what do you, what do you think about the color? It's a little, I mean, it's a nice color for this one. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a word to describe it or, uh, you know, some, like a, a metaphor or something for this one. Or, mm-hmm. Well, it is like, it is very, I mean, it's opaque. It's very hazy. You can't see through it. Um, I would say it's like a light straw yellow. Yeah. On the color. Yeah, Absolutely. I almost, when looking at it, you can see through it just a little bit. So when I put my yeah, hands up to yeah, it, you, can. There's a, you could see the change in light. Um, you know, we've had some some thicker or more rich looking IPAs, mm-hmm. uh, New England style hazies. Um, this one you can see a little bit there, but it is a nice, like you said, like a gold nice. yeah. color to this one. Um, and the head retention, like Ben mentioned, was really strong, leaving a lacing on the glass overall so far um, for appearance. This one is... Uh, Looking really good, mm-hmm. and I would expect nothing less from other half. Yeah, and from Bissell Brothers with the the hype. I am I am getting a slight aroma just swirling it. Mm-hmm. I can. I'm excited to yeah. smell this one. So well, let's do I've it. already tried, but yeah. this, How about Ben? Yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> on the nose. I just spilled some beer. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I like tilted my glass and it whipped out. So that's unfortunate. That's the second time that's happened in the last like, <laughs> few episodes. Gosh. That's really honestly sad. We should have a moment of silence. <laughs> All right. Shh, shh. All right. That's good. It's really sad. Unfortunately, I don't have anything to clean it up with. And I'm not using my sliced beer coat don't shirt. Don't do that. Don't do it. Can't disrespect the shirt. Man. I so, kind of like... What are you getting? I'm getting some citrusy notes on okay. it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting a lot of citrus, um, a lot of tropical fruit, specifically papaya comes out to me. And a little bit of mango, uh, but a lot of papaya, a little bit of mango, and a decent amount of citrus. Um, a lot of tropical. I would say too, like the citrus, I feel like it's 
kind of, this might sound weird, but whatever. It's like the zest of citrus okay. for me. You know, it's yeah. not like super, it's not like you're squeezing an orange into it, but it has like that zest citrus mm -hmm. um, aroma for me. So like an orange pith? Yeah. So, yeah, like the, the white, the pith is the uh, the white part around orange when you start peeling it off and you have that like yeah. white that clings to the orange. And also if like you had like a grater and then like an orange and you're like grating Ooh, yeah, okay. like yeah. it has that smell to me. We're because the tropical notes are coming okay. through a lot. So we're getting some citrus zest, uh, some a ton of tropical notes, uh, mild mango, it's for me a lot of papaya. But um, let's see what we get on the, yeah. the palate. Medium mouthfeel. Mm -hmm. I think I expected it to be a little heavier just because of the name, but this is really good. It's good. Mm -hmm. um, so medium mouthfeel. I'm getting a lot more citrus than I was, than I am tropical, like compared to what I was talking about on the nose, a lot more tropical notes on the nose. On the palate and the tongue, I'm getting a lot more citrus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I'm gonna take another sip. Yeah, I'm getting, like a slight bit of bitterness as well. Mm -hmm. I think the one. the whole orange or citrus pith, I think, yeah. kind of is on point for this one. Yeah, for sure. You have a, a decent amount of citrus. It's not like overly bitter, but there's a slight bitterness to it. Yeah. I mean, this is good. I, I, and it's not even just when I say citrus, I like to typically think like, okay, I'm getting a lot of orange, but there's like orange, mandarin. Even like grapefruit? A little bit of grapefruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a, the, a whole lot of different, you know, varieties of citrus, but um, with a slight bitterness, but this is a very good, very good beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This yeah. is a really good collaboration. Mm -hmm. For sure. The mouthfeel is kind of like, it's medium, medium mouthfeel. Yeah. And I was expecting, like you said, like a creamier mouthfeel. mouthfeel. I mean, they named it cream. So I did expect mm -hmm. that. Plus it is an, uh, it's an oat cream IPA. And so, uh, those oats help make the, help the assist the yeah. creamy factor. Yeah. I would say like, I can... I can get like, I don't know if this is right, but it's like kind of like a light cream, you know? Cause like yeah. when you think of cream, mm -hmm. it's like thick, like that's a thick, um, like, like coffee. When you put cream in coffee, that's like a thick milk type right. of, yeah. type of, um, feel. But like, this is kind of like a light cream to mm -hmm. me, mouthfeel, if that makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to keep on sipping this beer. If you joined us before, you are familiar that we do brewery talk. Before we dive into brewery talk, we wanted to give you a fun fact, a fun beer fact. Yeah. We have started doing this in, the, in the, the last handful of episodes, or last few episodes. And it's like, it's been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> this fact is fun. Yeah. These facts. It are is, fun. in fact, fun. Uh, fun fact for everyone George Washington actually owned a beer house on Mount Vernon. Wow. He was a beer fan. That's cool. Yeah, a craft beer fan because it wasn't, uh, I mean, obviously. I wonder if we did anything producing. with, like, the brewing process. Probably. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, I would think he would. So that's the fun fact. But I will say, actually, uh, Ben used to live in Washington. Yes. And he used to live fairly close to a uh, distillery. Yes. And, <laughs> and I'm going to start, like, just kind of not even go anywhere. Just start listening oh, to I, know, I, know, okay, start, I know what I was going to say. I was like, where are you going with this? I should have started listening on different facts. And. <laughs> Just to hear Ben, yes. <laughs> String along. I was trying to, I know what you're going to say now. What am I going to say? And I think he does now. But. Well, it's like the, 
I don't know exactly what you're going to say because I kind of forget, but it was something with one of the whiskeys. Yeah. Was uh, George Washington. But why was it George Washington? It was Washington? George Washington's recipe for whiskey. That's right. Yeah. It was his whiskey Gosh, recipe. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. And so we got to try that. Um, and I'm sure it's, I mean, that's probably a widely known recipe. So I'm sure it wasn't the only place, but that's also, you know, you guys just got a double fun fact. Yeah. Um, George Washington had a whiskey recipe and it's out there and certain distilleries, um, at least the one in Washington, uh, what were they Her- called? It was Heritage Distilling. Heritage Distilling. Uh, at the time, they were the only ones who were legally allowed to fill up spirit growlers. I don't yeah. know, that may have changed oh, now. Yeah. That was a handful of years ago now. Really they were, yeah, they were the only ones allowed to fill up uh, spirit growlers. And so yeah, it was, it like was super seven, cool. I think it was about 750 milliliters was their growler. But you could, all, you could do not just whiskey, because they had like certain flavors that you could get of whiskey, but they also had vodka yeah. and different flavors of vodka that you could fill up, and then gin as well. Remember, yeah, they had a lavender vodka, right? Yeah, it was super good. Yeah, and then what was the one uh, that was good for coffee? Oh, they had a coffee vodka. Yeah, they had coffee vodka. They had coffee vodka, which is... Sounded really weird and not appealing to me, but I tried it. It was, it was really good. It was like drinking I actually, cold brew with alcohol. A lot of Heritage has their whiskey and like total wine. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. At, at least I know they do in California. So okay. I don't know about like other states, but like yeah. California they do. So yeah. Anyways, more fun facts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> knowledge is power. It is. Um, so for brewery talk today, we're going to talk about aliens. Ooh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, recently, or it's, you know, it's been a lot, like a couple months now, approximately, I think, uh, I feel like there's been a little more hype, uh, Reese, like, you know, like I said, in the last couple months, I'll say recently, but it's been, you know, a couple months. There was the new documentary on Netflix featuring Bob Lazar, Mm -hmm. uh, who supposedly worked at this. Did you watch it? I did. Um, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, Okay. Bob Lazar, uh, it was featured in this documentary, um, and Bob Lazar was this guy who supposedly worked in not Area 51, but an area nearby, another like Area like 41 or something. I don't, that's not it. I'm just <laughs> throwing, I'm throwing out a number there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he worked in an area nearby. Yeah. And uh, he made some claims, uh, many claims actually, about aliens and alien technology and everything that he witnessed working there, supposedly working there. Okay. Um. And yeah, so it's been kind of a big deal for him for like, he's like been kind of like the central focus for people, like the cult followers of like the whole alien UFO kind of following. He's like, he's kind of a big deal. Um, And then we recently had that, what, like storming area 51 Facebook page event. Did you see about that? Yes. Yeah. So there was like, how many, do do you know how many people? So there was an event, someone created a Facebook event and the event was, hey, let's go for lack of a better term. Bum rush. Oh. Are you familiar with that term? Yes. Okay. Like, well, really, the only thing they wanted to go like and raid Area Fifty One. Yeah. And so it was a thing. So they set a date, and uh, they had people who were like RC thing saying they were going. A lot of people saying they were going to go, and uh, they were going to kind of just charge and storm their way in and find out the truth behind Area Fifty One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of things um, in the news recently. Um, that I, I found pretty interesting, and like I said, we're gonna kind of briefly, but dive into all that. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I loved about that, that I, <laughs> I just heard it about the Air, Area Fifty One is when they were talking about it, is that they were going to um, run towards it like a Naruto a, a run, Na- Naruto, or how are you saying Naruto run? <laughs> yeah, and I just love that dude. Yeah, so and if that's like you would picture yourself 
you would put your head down and like your arms up and just run. Yeah. And it's like, why? It just doesn't seem effective. So those who don't know, a Naruto run. It's no, anime, right? Naruto is anime. I yeah. didn't know what it was, but I I asked, obviously. Yeah, so. I've heard of it. thought it was hilarious. Uh, I actually had a friend, and it's, Naruto's been around for a while, because I had a friend yeah. in high school who used to watch it. Um, like, he was like a closet Naruto fan. Oh. <laughs> he wouldn't like tell people, but he did watch it. And so that's the only reason I like was a, had even heard of it. But yeah, so the Naruto run, and I learned what that is around the same time as you probably. Yeah. Because of this event. That was funny. Yeah, like what Ben describes in the anime show, he put he puts his head down, mm-hmm. head down, like a bowl kind of, and his arms back and like just takes off and just runs. So I don't advise running like that. If you trip, you're really screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. You're screwed. But can you just imagine like that many people just just Naruto running? Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, funny. I mean, that'd be worth watching. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's absolutely no way you're getting into Area Fifty One. Yeah. So uh, I quick shout out. I have a, a a coworker and a friend of mine um, who actually has a a, a podcast. Um, his name's Bill, Bill Clear. Um, sorry, Bill, if that's not how you say your last name. It is Clear. Mm-hmm. It ends with an E, and so people confuse all the time. He has a really good podcast called Pop Talk and Aliens, and he's super into that kind of stuff. Uh, I've listened to it, a few of his episodes. He, I mean, he's a great speaker. Um, his episodes are entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to a couple. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, sure. yeah, feel, if you're, like, into the whole, like, alien movement and stuff, I've, you, we'll get into it, but I'm not that in particular, like, I'm not really into it. Um, if you are, though, Pop Talk and Aliens. Go check it out. Uh, he goes actually on the podcast. He goes by William Clear. Okay. Yeah. Dude, so good. let's like get into it. Yeah, let's. Um, so how do you feel about aliens then? Do you um, believe? I, okay. I will say I'm not like super into it. Mm-hmm. But what that means is like, I'm not. That's someone who's trying to play it safe. No, 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 no. <laughs> like I want to, I, I can, I can preface that. Like, I don't think, I don't dwell on it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but I do kind of what I think is I wouldn't be surprised if there was. Okay. But I'm not like advocating. I want to just like go out and say, yes, aliens are real or aliens aren't real. But personally, I do think that they do exist. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we really like, in a lack of better term, like Hollywood, what aliens are, because obviously there's like a ton of movies about aliens and everything. And I... I don't know why we think they care if there are aliens. Like, why do we think that they care about us? Like, why are we always thinking that they're going to come invade us? I know we do have, like, technology, but maybe they just don't care. Like, and maybe, like, there's a lot of questions, actually. Yeah, there are. Are we, trying, are we trying to, like, take over them? Like, if, or if our government or whoever, mm-hmm. like, even, like, maybe there's agencies, like, past the government that know about... I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So, I... Yeah. But what do you think? Do you yeah. believe in aliens? Uh, I want. I I was gonna initially like if you asked me like a few years ago, I'd be like, nah. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't buy into that stuff. I don't but, believe in it. But yeah. I'm open to the possibility. And it, like you said, you don't dwell on it. I don't dwell on it. Like I don't. I don't, I dwell don't on care. It. But yeah. really, if I'm getting into deep thought, I'm thinking about if I, I don't do this. But if I were to think about it, like right now, it would, with yeah. how incredibly like vast and crazy and honestly just incredible our universe is yeah like have you ever watched like any of the recent documentaries on just like how insane it is that 
the earth was created and that humans live on it, like it's almost like can't even be possible. Well, but it yeah. is. Like I could believe that there could potentially be other life. Out well, there because somewhere. our universe is just like. But I think of it as unending. What is an alien? Is just another creature that lives on another planet? Because I believe there could be like some like weird small little micro life form out there. So yeah. would that be an alien? Or do they have know. to be little green men with no shaped? I don't think they have to be that. Opposite, teardrop heads. I don't think they have to be that. But the thing about the like that picture of an alien, which is like the class, like if you think of an alien, oh, I mean, there's the emoji, there's like the classic, like everything alien, revolves about that alien the, head. The upside but down I think that there's head. something about that. Like, I think there's something about why that has become like the picture of what an alien is. It could be just marketing. It could be just yeah, like I think it is, something probably. that like happened, but there's also so many different people who have claimed to have encounters with aliens mm-hmm. and, um, just like, unexplained stuff that happened to them and I don't I guess you kind of just have to take their word for it but it would be weird that so many people are are like kind of like I don't would whistleblower be the right name but like claiming that like people claim that they like have UFO encounters that they have Mm. these alien encounters and like why would so many people say that? A whistleblower wouldn't be the right term, I don't think, for those yeah. individuals. But for Bob Lazar, I think that would work because he is claiming that he worked at this one in this department at this one location near Area Fifty One, okay. where he says he personally. So it's worth listening to. It's very interesting, but he claims that he worked this one area, and I'm just briefly going into it. He has so many like in-depth details that he witnessed uh, multiple different aircrafts that the government has from mm-hmm. aliens. He claims that a por- at least a portion of them were, which actually is a little twist, a portion of them, he claims, were found through archaeological digs. Okay. Which is interesting. That is interesting. If that would to actually be true. Um, and that we're trying to, like, that we've, like, the government has, like, test-piloted those aircrafts and stuff, and they're trying to replicate the technology and everything, and he claims that the stuff he saw, mm-hmm. technology doesn't actually exist yet on earth and so that's why he believed and knows it's not possible that we created this and it has to be aliens and i have I something to say interesting though that he he's the one person who came forward but there hasn't been a single other person that's worked there that he's claimed that he's worked with and stuff and he says he doesn't know where those people are anymore but that they haven't come forward no one else has come forward which i think is a little weird i have something to say what is it so i there is this Guy that I, I'm not obviously going to say his name, but this guy that I knew in, when I lived in Washington and he was very Washington state, Washington state. Yes. And he was very high up in the military. Like, and he, he had told me that there was like, there's stuff that he couldn't talk about. And like, he was so high up that he had people like checking in with him. Like every once in a while he would like get a call from someone or someone would like come into his life uh-huh. and then like uh, they he they would just like disappear because they were just like seeing that he was like not spilling secrets essentially and he we were um so they would like he'd have people like work related people or just random people random people but that were affiliated with the work that he used to do okay yeah that would be like checking in oh, and making sure that he wasn't telling things that he shouldn't be talking about post employment yes. with that industry yeah. that it was in the military work. he was in the military okay um, but anyway, so like that is just kind of like a setup for like what, how high up he was, but he had actually been to area 51 Okay. and he told me, um, one thing that he could tell me 
was that he saw, and this will get to aliens, but one thing that he saw was like a translucent like cow. And so like the skin was translucent and you could like see all of its organs and everything. And this was like, he was, dude, he was like, I totally trusted him. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like he was just like this kind of guy, like off his rocker. He was a totally normal guy. Um, but he believed in aliens. Yeah. He believed, and he had been into area 51. Like he believed like in UFOs and like Mm -hmm. he had claimed to me that he had like seen them and everything. And so I think that kind of like formed like why I started to think like, I guess it like pro like it's Mm -hmm. not like, it's not unbelievable to play devil's advocate for this perspective or, you know, the story. Is and I, I, I believe Ben 100%, obviously. Why, why well, that's ben, just why what I was told. Why, yeah, and I was going to say, why would Ben make <laughs> a story about a guy? guy. Yeah. So no, obviously I, I, you were told that. Yeah. And no questions to me, but it, it, I have, you say that you trust him and stuff, but I've met like you, I'm sure you probably have met people who are kind of, I don't know if this is the right term, but pathological liars, like people who mm, make so stuff. A pathological liar. I'm not claiming that he is. I'm saying putting that idea out there that what if yeah, that's he true. was someone who kind of makes up maybe he wasn't maybe he wasn't even in the military or maybe he was but he just he was, was really into the aliens. Yeah. Like, well, maybe he really was into aliens and stuff and just kind of wanted to say that to like sound credible about it. I don't know, but maybe yeah, it was not true. No, that's maybe he did see it. That would be pretty incredible. Like I would pay to see that. No, like, that's that's a. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, and that's the hard part about know. this. You don't ever know. You never know until it's like firsthand. Yeah. For sure. And like, um, but for so many people, it's just, it's kind of mind blowing to me when so many people, like mm-hmm. there's so many people who say that they're, they've seen UFOs. Like why, why are there so many people? Like, are they all just on board with like trying to get attention or whatever? And like, I don't, I don't know. know. Sometimes I don't necessarily think they're on like, there is like the crop circle thing, which is kind of weird. And, um, you know, like all those designs that farmers make, but like, why are these farmers just like making these incredible crop circles? Like they're artists. Yeah. Like (laughs) are they just these hidden artists that are making these amazing crop circles? Like what's up with that? I don't know. And so there's just a lot. And like, but like I said, I don't dwell on it. Like I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not advocating like aliens have to be real, but I just wouldn't be surprised if they were. Yeah, I, like I said, like I, I could see it being even like a like a weird microorganism. And I don't, I don't somewhere. necessarily think it's like the upside, upside down teardrop head. You know, yeah, like, like a, the, a, upside down teardrop. Everyone knows like what that alien. Yeah, is the like. classic alien. The classic. Alien. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. I have heard that, like that's. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about like, I forget who they were talking about, but that they, as someone who did work at Area Fifty One, mm-hmm. like saw those in area 51 but who knows man uh i will say uh and i think i maybe have mentioned this before uh joe rogan podcast i will occasionally listen to joe rogan um he's like the oprah for men um he <laughs> uh he interviews bob lazar oh, um, cool. after the documentary thing that came out on netflix to be honest, I shut off that documentary. I got maybe 20 minutes in and shut it off. Uh, it was, I did not like the production of it as well at, at all. It seemed almost like a conspiracy theorist kind of out there thing, especially if you try watching I mean, it, yeah, that's, you'll know. I would expect well, it, that. It was, how it was produced was like that, which I thought yeah. was really weird because of the uh, the commentary and yeah. everything. The guy, the, the voice they had uh, kind of talking also about Also, too, it. if you're like skeptical was, about it. Yeah, it's yeah absolutely. Um, was a little weird and kind of out there and too dramatic. And so I was like, this, I don't like this. So I shut it off. But I listened to the Joe Rogan episode where they had Bob Lazar. And it was really interesting because, and like I said, I was never a huge believer in aliens. I'm still, I, I'm not, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. 
like I think, like I said, there could be some microorganisms out there, and I wouldn't be blown away or like shocked if there were, you know, other life forms out there somewhere in this vast, incredible universe that we live in. Yeah. But um, there were certain things that were suspicious about his, not about his story, but like almost like suspicious within his story that almost like showed a little bit of credibility. Mm. Like he, it was like almost like uh, there was no proof that he worked at certain areas that he claimed as like being like a scientist, I think, prior to working at that like government facility. They couldn't find any evidence when he started making his claims. Um, and I think it was proven that he actually did. And mm. so, but they couldn't find the records, which kind of alludes to the fact that someone or someones yeah. uh, tried to hide the fact that he potentially, he will, did work at these certain areas and had some level of credibility within the science field, mm. which I thought was interesting. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know if I buy his whole story, but how do you kind of, that does seem to make a little bit of sense. Yeah. Like, or how, I mean that, you know, it's suspicious. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's worth listening to Joe Rogan's uh, episode. I liked it much better than I liked the documentary. Obviously I shut it off, the documentary. Yeah. Um, but also he interviews Tom DeLong from Blink-182, oh. the old vocalist. Oh, I heard about And I'm sorry, uh, no offense to anyone, I really, really like Blink-182. I like their old stuff um, with Tom DeLong. Awesome music, childhood music, but... Uh, from if you listen to the Tom DeLong on Joe Rogan, he seems a little off his rock. <laughs> Dude's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Joe is trying to be open minded and ask him all these questions, and he just keeps telling him, "Oh, I'm not allowed. To, I'm not authorized to tell you that, or I can't uh, tell you." Like, and it was so he had no credibility, no credibility, credibility at all. Hmm. And so was, I was, I, I mean, it was so bad for Tom DeLong that I had to, <laughs> I had to keep listening. You're just like, I couldn't what stop. is he going to say? Yeah, I was like, what is this dude going to do next? Huh. And he, uh, he, the reason he was on there, he, Tom DeLong started this like pretty big company and their, and their whole purpose is to like <clears throat> recreate alien technology that Tom DeLong believes exists hmm. that no one else has like really seen. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know how he's doing that, but a lot of money is going into it, which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, but yeah, um, if aliens exist, I don't know if they do. Uh, but I hope they like craft beer. I'm you sure know what I mean? Them. Like beer brings people together. So like they come visit earth or we come visit them. We bring them to craft beer or they come here. We take them to other half or Bissell brothers. There you go. Sit down and make peace make over peace. craft beer. Yeah. If they want yeah, to have you know, more with us, I guess. Or just make conversation. I don't know. Yeah. Communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Learn our language. <laughs> they learn ours over craft, but we're enjoying a good craft beer. Like, mm. uh, like cream. Cream, the Oat Cream IPA. There you go. <laughs> From other half of this product, <laughs> coming in at 6.8 ABV. It does have, so going back to the beer, um, it's like, it's really easy to drink. It is. Um, it does still have like that bitterness and kind of, I um, which is kind of, for me, like a little bit of, the tropical notes kind of like came through a little bit more on it. Okay. But mostly, mostly for me, it's the citrus notes on it. Yeah. 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 But I wouldn't even say it's like overpowering. It's kind of like a, just an overall smooth, medium mouthfeel, but like just like the flavor profile in general. It's kind of like just a smooth beer. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's like kind of subtle notes on a lot of different aspects, a lot of different areas, but it's yeah. like an easy drinker. It's a good quality beer. I would get this again. I would buy 100%. this. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for those who have listened, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for spending some time hanging out with us. Um, 
If you're not following us already, you can go follow us on social media. Yep. Um, ben, where can they follow us? So you can follow us at Original Brew Collective on both Facebook and Instagram. And then we also post on Twitter and we are at Brew Original on Twitter. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and on our podcast on Apple Podcasts. I think you can subscribe on other podcast platforms. Yeah, but I know for so. sure on Apple, on Apple Podcasts you can subscribe. Um, we also have our personal Instagrams that we post on. I'm at Benjamin underscore OBC. And I'm at Robert underscore OBC. Yeah. So and be so kind. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of, we do post a lot of the same beers in our pictures, just kind of different. Different shots. Different, different shots. Us. And we're in, it's like we're in them. Yeah, a lot of my beards. If you want to see the beard. Oh yeah, the beard's, the beard's glorious on this it's, guy over It's here. all I've got. <laughs> it's all I've got. But yeah, make sure to make sure to follow us. Um, follow other half. Follow Bissell Brothers. Um, yep. Make sure to check out the podcast. Who is that? Um, your friend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What's uh, his name again? Bill at uh, Pop Talk and Aliens. There you go, Pop Talk and Aliens. Um, give him a listen. Um, yeah. So we're gonna keep drinking this great beer, and we've been ending our podcast with the cheers. You know what? I was going to cheer someone, but I'm changing it right now. So you won't know who I was going to say, but I'm saying cheers to Naruto and all those (laughs) who do the Naruto Naruto run. run. So cheers to you. Cheers to you. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Cheers.